Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Small Town World. I'm Lee Creech. And Kayla Couples. And today we are going to discuss how do you know if you have heard from God? So that's going to be our discussion today. What do you have to say, sister? If you have followed us for the last couple of years, you know that it's been a little while since we um, put out a podcast. And so the reason that I even bring that up is because that's really going to kind of play into the topic that we are going to talk about today because um, we know all the way back at the beginning when we first were compelled to start a podcast that we felt like God was telling us to do that. And so um, we just kind of want, we kind of want to speak to that. I say, I call those churchy words. Yes. That churchy phrase of, we felt like God told us to do that. And so we want to talk a little bit about what that means to us and maybe even what that means scripturally, because we don't want anybody to be led astray, but we also want people to be open to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Right. That's kind of my heart in this. Like, yes. Um, so yes. after listening to all the cultish podcasts, <laughs> you really, I, I don't know, I, I guess I'm kind of... Yeah, you have to be leery of that phrase. Yes. Like, I really want to use that, that phrase rightly, and yeah. I want people to know what we mean by that, because mm-hmm. I truly do believe that there is no new revelation from God. I believe that right. The, the, Nobody's getting a prophetic word that's coming. That not lines up with what scripture says. Like right. I I have to still believe in prophecy because script, the New Testament speaks of right, there being but a new a new this new revelation that God is telling you to right. do something. Right. That does not align with scripture because that's where right. people get off course. And yeah. so as we just talk about that today, just know that that's our heart. And, and that's going to kind of play out in what we talk about. But um, I do feel like I hear from God. I do feel like that I feel led by the Holy Spirit to do things. And yes. So that's kind of the direction that we want to go in. Like, how do you know God is speaking to you? Yeah. What does that mean? What are some things he might be telling you to do? Yeah. And then what are some general things that scripture that we can just know is the will of God? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. God, if you feel like God is telling you to take some soup to the sick person that's on your heart, you mm-hmm. can just know it yeah. is the will of God to to take things to people who are sick. You don't have to wait for him to write it on the wall. Right. He's already told you in his word, minister yeah. to the sick. Yeah. And so. Praying for salvation for someone. Pray for salvation for someone. So, Witnessing to someone. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of my heart to set up what what we're going to talk about today. We know that those things are the will of God. Yeah. So I did feel like um, the Lord was saying, um, I felt like I was in disobedience because we had got off track. And I felt like he was saying, you know, get back to work. Get back to doing what you know that I told you to do. So when you say, I think that's kind of what I feel like people would want help with. When you say, God was telling me. Yeah. How do you articulate that to someone who might be in a place where they don't they don't know what that means? Right. So what what is the what's the unction inside you? What is the what does the voice of the Holy Spirit sound like to you? Yeah. How would you describe that to someone who would say, I don't I've never experienced that? I would say that when I'm reading scripture and I'm reading about being obedient, you know, 
then immediately I'm, I feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit, like you're not being obedient, you know. And so that's me knowing, okay, the last thing that he told me to do was this. He put a call to do this. And so if I'm not doing that, then I know that I'm in disobedience. And when I feel that immediate conviction of the Holy Spirit that I'm in disobedience, you know. So if someone were wondering what does the voice of God sound like, so often it sounds like conviction. Yes, yes. And, and I wrote I, that down. I love that God's, God is, he works in such, such mysterious ways. And it's one of those things that it is really hard to articulate. It is hard to articulate. If you haven't experienced. Yet when, when, you, when someone does break it down and articulate it in certain yeah. ways, it's like, oh, okay. That, yeah, I know what you mean by that. I have peace when I yes. submit to do what God said. I don't have peace when I choose not to do it. That's right. Okay, that's a way that God speaks to us. Yes. Um, I wrote down this verse, and I this goes with what you just said. John ten four. When he has brought us all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. That's right. We know the Lord, and our soul resonates when we hear truth. Our soul recoils when we hear an outright lie about God, and we have an uneasy feeling when we're just not sure. Okay, so t- if we take that truth, what what you just read, and someone says, I don't really know when something's a lie or not, mm-hmm. that leads you right back to the Word of God, yeah. because that... That word of God then helps us to resonate with truth. Yes. It does help us to know his voice because then when we hear truth, our spirit recognizes truth yes. as God speaking to us. Yes. So truth through scripture. And God is not the author of confusion. So 1 Corinthians 4.33, For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. So just like what you said a second ago, when you feel that peace that you know that you're doing something that you're supposed to be doing. Um, yeah. Or or the truth. Or re- just reading his word and resonating the truth, you right. know. Yeah. Or hearing someone else speak something exactly. and know that that's truth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, The Bible talks about wise counsel. And that, yes. that it is in had that scripture. God speaks through other people. That was one of the... Yeah the ways in which we know that God is speaking. And, and it's scripture, uh, Proverbs fifteen twenty two says, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. And so, of course, the implication there is that the counsel is coming from people that are speaking godly truth and godly yeah. wisdom, but God does use us. Yeah. to speak truth into other people's lives. He does Absolutely. use us. And oftentimes... We didn't even know that that was the truth they needed. I mean, obviously, there are times that we do. Someone seeks our counsel or they want to know our advice. But I think about the times that just in conversation and you just see a light go off in someone's face like, that's that's what I've been waiting to hear. Oh, that explains so much about what's going on or what I'm feeling or what what God's been trying to tell me. Um, Uh, I heard someone say the other day, uh, if we all just did our small part, if we all just did the small thing that God told us to do, what a huge impact we combined would make for the kingdom. And that spoke to me again because, you know, I, again, I, I felt conviction. You're not doing your small part. You had a, 
he gave you a job and you're not doing it. And um, so, again, I felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit just from that. And that takes me all the way back to when we first started because we knew, yeah. you know, even now, you know, our audience isn't huge. Right. It's just a small thing. It's a small thing. But, but do the small do thing. Do the small thing. That's what, he's, that's what he was saying. If everybody would just do their small thing, what a huge impact combined that we could make. And we had that conversation from the beginning. It didn't matter to us. That's right. How many people listened. The point was that God said do it. And so we did. And, and so we did. And, and we're going to continue until yeah, he says. Until he says, okay. Until he says. You're done with that assignment. Yeah. So. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> So our first, the first thing, um, study scripture, reading God's word is the first and primary way that God speaks to us. Um, and then the Holy Spirit will never guide us to do something that goes against God's word. Um, never something that fulfills all the desires of our flesh. Um, I laughed because I wrote down the old saying that God didn't lead you to somebody else's husband. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Like the Holy Spirit's never going to guide you to do something that's against God's word, or the or what we know is the will of God, and I th- I think that's such an important aspect of our walk of faith because, just like the conversation we were having before we started, like feelings are so mm-hmm. deceitful. Right, our heart is deceitful above all else. Mm-hmm. The word says. Yep. And so if we if we if we take feelings and then say, oh God, impressed upon me to do that because that's how I was feeling, then we are we are very likely going to be led astray. Yeah. I think about how often God has told me to do things and it's truly the opposite of what my flesh wants to do. Yes. Like that's, that's almost one way that I know this must be from the Lord because I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> my flesh doesn't want to do it or I don't have time to do it or I don't feel compelled to all yeah. the things. My, I don't want to do it in yeah. me. And so that, that to me is one of the ways that I can often say, okay, Lord, I think you're telling me to do this and then ask for confirmation. Yeah. um, Yeah. Which also comes oftentimes through someone speaking or a conversation or a scripture that I'm led to or um, something like that. And, and in prayer. Prayer. um, That was, yes. Yeah. And in prayer. And so, you know, again, when I'm praying and I can feel like you said, you feel at peace. You feel a comfort in your spirit when you know that you, that's how, I mean, that's one way. And I, again, it's hard to articulate it, but when you know that you've heard from yeah. God is, is when you are praying and you have a peace and about something. Peace. Yeah. God is so faithful to make sure that we know. I feel like God wants us to know. Yeah. He doesn't want us to be confused he, or right. He's the not the author of confusion. Right. He is the God of order. Um, he's the God of planning. And so if, he, if the Word tells us that He has a, a plan written for us, that, our, that our, our story is already written, our days are already recorded, that He's truly sovereign, then, then we can trust His character to know that He, number one, He's not going to lead us astray, and no, number two, He wants us to know what He wants us to do. Yeah, yeah. He's not playing games with us. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yes, and that's so good. First um, John 4, 1 says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. So the world is so full of so much Christian information out there. And, um, and so that was another, that led me to this other thing that I wrote about the uh, 
you know, when your soul resonates with truth. Um, so test the spirits, go back to the word, study. Um, if you hear something, um, I've heard, and I'm sure you have too. I've heard sermons from pastors where I went, Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, they, they quote a verse and I think, well, that's not what that. Right. It's out of context. It's totally or, out of context. Right. That's not what that means. Or that's not what that's intended to, um, and somebody said something the other day, um, about, uh, I will, I'll use the example about the church, about the building of the church and, the. um, taking care of God's church and you know in Ezra he told them to rebuild the temple and and I was like yeah but at that time God's spirit was in the temple and now we God's spirit is in us we're the temple right we're, we're the church so I don't think you can correlate while I do think we should take care of our church our physical church the two things are not I, I think that scripture was taken out of context to be applied to the building right. of the current church building. Right. I don't think that those two things correlate because we're the church now. Instead of just saying we're to be good stewards of the sure, things we, that God has provided for we us. We are absolutely right. to be good stewards of the things that God has given us. And and it does represent to an extent, but right. it's not but where to this, take that scripture and use to take it that for that point. Yeah. yeah, so you know that that, yeah, again, when you hear something that's just not... You can take it and uh, yeah. say, no, I don't think so. Yeah. In your heart. Or, you know, if you don't have to confront that person. <laughs> say, no. I didn't confront that person about that. I was just like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> um, Galatians 5, 16. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Um, and then I've talked a little bit about the conviction of the sea of conviction of sin is the Holy Spirit guiding us to see our sin, to repent, be cleansed and turn away and sanctifying us for the use um, by God. The Holy Spirit will give us wisdom and understanding of the scriptures. So we can read, we can understand, we can ask for wisdom. Um, and that's how he speaks to us. It's funny that you brought up the, about the conviction because I think about so many times, probably in my own life. And, and it, I think it's probably pretty rampant in the church that people want a word from the Lord, mm-hmm. but the the first word he may be giving is repent. Right. The first word he may be giving is you have sin in your life that I want to deal with. Yeah. And you know those are that's not necessarily the word that we want. We want some yeah. word about how he's going to bless us or how we're going to be prosperous or how what decision he wants us to make. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of our responsibilities as Christ followers is to consecrate ourselves to the Lord. It's mm-hmm. to be sanctified in our walk with Him. And and that is that ongoing evaluation of sin that's in our life and repenting yeah. of it and turning from it and, and growing in grace and in knowledge of who He is. And, you know, I, because that is such a common, I mean, that's, that's yeah. such a thing these days. That's yeah. such a, that's that word from the Lord, like mm-hmm. everybody is wanting a word from the Lord. And that, right. I don't think that's a bad thing to want a word from the Lord. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that number one, where are you looking for the word yeah. that, that God's trying to give you? And then what is your motivation for wanting the word? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if your motivation for wanting the word is that, that you 
can glorify him better, mm-hmm. that you can serve him better, that I can serve him better, then I, you know, I understand the wanting of the word. But yeah, to solve life's problems, I think that's yeah. typically why we want to hear, yeah. you know, from him. I want to get out of this situation. So give me a word to get out of this situation. Yeah. Yeah. We're dealing with this. I'm struggling with this. I, you know, need, I want this to happen in my life and I want to hear from you regarding this specific issue. It's typically what we're, what we're dealing with. And so, yeah, then, then when you are in the place where you need conviction, you know, and I told somebody that the other day in a loving way, but maybe if you got all the other things right first, then God might answer this prayer. Yeah. You know, well, it's the revealed word of it's when you think about the revealed word of God, when you think about, you know, there are just certain things that we know God wills. Yes. There are certain things that we know God has said. Uh, One of the things that I read today said like three specific places. One of them was that first Thessalonians four, three, it is the will of God that we should be sanctified Mm -hmm. and that we should avoid sexual immorality. Right. It is the will of God that we give thanks in all circumstances um, in Christ Jesus. Yeah. That's First Thessalonians 5.18. It is the will of God, as in First Peter 2.12-15, that we live a life exemplary in front of the world so that they can see God. Like, we know those things are, are God's will. So right. if, want, if I'm wanting God's will for my life... Mm-hmm. I need to start in his word. And he tells, he tells us a lot of really important things about what he wants for us. Yeah. And, and when we start there, when I start there, I'm, I want to keep going back to me because I, I need to be reminded. Yeah. I I need to be reminded that this whole thing was, well, part of it uh, was because, um, you know, I was in disobedience and I was, and I had to repent of that and, and then, you know, because I did hear from, I did hear from the Lord. I mean, right. I did hear him saying, get back to the work I gave you to do. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. So that's how this little, which I sent you a whole, a whole little list yeah. of them. <laughs> but this was the first one. And Kayla said, which one do you want to do? I said, well, the first one. <laughs> let's, let's go back. Let's go back to the place where we know God. Yes. God told us that, you know, um, yeah. Our pastor used to say all the time. All the time. Our pastor, go back. When you feel stuck, when you don't know what to yeah. do, go back to the last thing God told you to do. That's exactly what was on my heart. Yeah. I remembered that. I was praying and I remembered that. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's, you know, I remembered that word. Um, and so, yeah. There, there have been times, you know, we talk about people say, some people say they hear God's voice audibly. Some people say there's no way you can hear God's voice audibly. You know, there's the whole debate about it. But um, I, I can't say that I've heard it in my ear like a human voice but I know with all of my heart there have been times that I heard words in my spirit me too me words too. in my spirit sure me too yeah and absolutely one of the words that I have heard well I, I mean I could probably almost say decades maybe not quite that long was the word study Mm-hmm. I it's would, usually, I was going to say that, it's usually like one word, two words, yeah. three words. But in my spirit, it'll be like, you know, one one or two words. One or two words. And I would get on my knees, God, what do you want me to do? I want to do something for you. What? And that word, every time. Yeah. And it took me the longest time to realize he wasn't going to give me a new word. Until I did that until word. Until I did that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, 
since that time, since I committed myself to do that faithfully, you know, there have been times now that I have heard a different word, but it was always, it, it, I can almost equate it to talking about building the building. The next word added on to that first word. Yeah. Like it wasn't a completely different thing. It was the next study thing. Study and worship. Study and study and teach. <laughs> study and teach. Study and write. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 came after. Yeah. But I couldn't do the the other until I did the first. The first. Yeah. And yeah. so I you know, to say that God doesn't speak to our spirits, I he he has spoken to mine. And yeah. And I'm he's not a respecter of persons. So if he right. has spoken to me in that way then I, I, I believe that that is one of the ways by the power of his spirit mm-hmm. that he speaks to us. Yeah. But if, if he had, if I had felt in my spirit that he was telling me to do something contrary to his word, right. Then I would have known that that was not from him. But the right. fact that the scripture specifically says study to show yourself approved unto God. Right. Oh, okay. Well, study is something that God is speaking to me. Yes. And all of us, honestly. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. There were two quotes I wrote. Um, Elizabeth Elliot, who we love, we love her, said this, If you don't see the hand of God in even the smallest of setbacks and inconveniences, you will be blind to the meaning that God wants you to find in your deeper sufferings. And we know she had a lot of sufferings, so I thought that was really beautiful. And then Martin Lloyd-Jones, he was a British pastor and writer from Great Britain. He died in 1981. and he is uh, not the same denomination. Well, we're not the same denomination. <laughs> <laughs> He's a different denomination. Uh, but I liked this quote. I should never read the Bible in exactly the same way that I read any other book. I should start always by asking God by the Holy Spirit to enlighten me, to keep me from error or subtle dangers, and to lead me into all truth. Then, having done that, I come to my Bible. So I thought that was a really great oh, quote, too. That. Yeah. Um, and I love uh and that that was kind of the wisdom and understanding i lo- i wrote those quotes before i wrote the verse in first john two twenty seven. Um, as for you the anointing you receive from him remains in you and you do not need anyone to teach you but as his anointing teaches you about all things and as it is real not counterfeit just as it has taught you remain in him so um basically that was saying the holy spirit can lead you into enlightenment and, um, One of the things that I read was talking about sometimes we're praying for a word and we may just need to use wisdom. Mm. And I thought that was that was really poignant to me because sometimes the choices are two good things. Right, right. And God would just have us to use wisdom to make a decision. And the example that was given was, do I take my family on a short-term mission? Do I take my family on vacation to the beach? Well, neither one of those is inherently evil. So which one can I afford? Um, is my family really feeling really entitled right now? And I want my, my kids to see that there are people that need minister to. Have my family, has my family been working really hard and we need some time alone together? So like there are times that we just want God to tell us exactly what to do. And sometimes he just would have us to use the intellect that we've been given, the ability to rationalize, the ability to think through situations and then make a decision about which one of those things is, 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 is most profitable at the moment. Yeah. And, um, knowing that he's going to be with us 
in each of the each of I liked that example that yeah you know, that sometimes really it's just wisdom that we need to use yeah instead yeah. of waiting on God to put a neon sign in front of us <laughs> take your family to yeah a short term mission well well that's pretty much all I had did you have anything else that you want to add I think I mean I, I think we can probably just recap like the 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 things that we said about ways that we feel like um, are are biblically sound ways to say that you have heard from the Lord. And the, and the church words are, I've had a word from the Lord. We, right. We, you may hear like you someone, may hear say, someone say that. I had a word from the Lord or God spoke to me. Or, or God gave me a word for you. Yeah. Yeah. Church. Which always, again, take back to scripture. Yeah. If you hear someone say that to you. If it, Usually, I like it when it's a Bible verse. But anyway, yes. go ahead. Y- yes. God Take gave a Bible verse. And, and Yes. God and gave me this verse, and I really thought of you while I was reading it. And, I love that. Yeah. And that I do always love that, too, because that yeah. speaks to my heart. Um, so we, of course, God's Word. Like, every single thing that we hear, everything that we receive from another person, mm-hmm. we have to weigh it. Because that that is that unchanging standard mm-hmm. that we can we must measure everything by our own feelings our own inclinations our own unctions everything is is goes, goes back to because yeah. that's one way we can test that spirit mm-hmm. to know um prayer the peace of god that passes all understanding yes the conviction of the holy spirit yes the holy spirit speaking to us as it aligns with god's word because then we can know that it the holy spirit yeah. um we know that God uses other people, whether that be a written, like you're, you're reading something someone has written or maybe someone in your church speaks to you or you heard a sermon yep. or um, a theologically sound song that, that ministers truth to you. Those are the ways that God speaks to his children. I, I can never, because there are people that truly think God does not speak anymore. And that to me is such a scary place because that would say that God changed. Ooh, yeah. Because God throughout his revealed word, he, he speaks to his children. Yeah. The t- the scripture that you wrote that uh, I believe that that's Jesus's words himself, right? In that scripture that is which sheep one is know that? his pasture. Oh, the yeah. sheep know his voice. Cuz that's the part where it says they come in and out and find pasture. Yeah. And so Jesus himself speaks about the sheep know his voice, the voice of the shepherd. Yes. And so it's that's a, it's a very dangerous thing to say God doesn't speak. But it is also something to be cautious of because there are so many voices out there that are trying to emulate mm-hmm. the one and only God. Yeah. So and test so the spirits. Test the spirits and know. And mm-hmm. that, that goes back to the word of God. And mm-hmm. so that's our encouragement today. That's what we feel like God has done in us and that's again yeah. why we're back in this place because we know what God called us to um I will say you were convicted before I was <laughs> and let me say too because we talked about it before we started recording about like we're all just pretty much every day walking through the trenches like we're, we're not doing something spectacular that other people are not doing right um like we're all just in the same place um some of us are more studied some of us uh, are more faithful, uh, and and that was my conviction of not being faithful to being lazy, because yeah. uh, basically it's just being lazy. Honestly, if I want to just tell the truth, yeah. uh, so we're all in the same place. We're all just walking through the trenches, and um, you know, just needing God in every aspect, every day, every day, yeah, every day, yeah, because we're flesh and human, yeah, and, you know, fallible, and so. He still 
he's still growing us. He's still shaping us and yes, changing us. And yes. the, we're still that lump of clay on the potter's wheel being shaped and fashioned and formed into what he wants to use us for. And yeah. um, so we're right. We're yeah. all right here together. We're all right here together. <laughs> and then I would also encourage you to do the small thing, whatever the small thing he lays on your heart to do. Yeah. Just I do that, that small too. thing. Yeah. Okay, well, thank y'all for joining us, and we are back in action. We're fixing to come back next week with a new one, so we will see you then.